afternoon, New York, the Tri-State, all the Knicks Nation across the globe. This is another episode of The Chronicle. I'm your host, Taylor Fuller. We've made it. The Knicks regular season starts tonight as the Boston Celtics come into Madison Square Garden to face off against your New York Knicks. I've been away from the podcast for a few days, been feeling under the weather, um, but I'm back. Before we get into that regular season preview, um, I'd like to touch on the preseason finale against the Washington Wizards, as well as give you guys some season outlooks for Kemba Walker, Evan Fournier, Julius Randle, um, touch in with the, the finale from, um, from camp, the final days of camp, go over those final cuts and this final Knicks roster that we have. All right, let's get into that preseason game number four. We'll title it the finale before the beginning. And what a finale it was. A preseason matchup with the Washington Wizards, who we faced six days earlier. The Knicks starters for this one will most likely be the starters for the regular season opener as well. Kemba Walker, Evan Fournier, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, and Taj Gibson. For Washington, Spencer Dinwiddie, Bradley Beal, Kuzma, KCP, and Gafford. The Knicks started this one off slow, shooting 25% in the first frame to find themselves down 26-15. to On the positive side of things for the Knicks, the first quarter saw the return of Mitchell Robinson nearly seven months after his initial foot injury. The offensive woes did not continue in the second quarter as the Knicks scored 34 points, led by Kemba Walker's 10. Defense was the issue here as the Wizards equaled New York's 34 points. Quentin Grimes saw action in the first half for the first time this preseason, logging nearly five minutes. Halftime score, 60-49. to the third quarter saw the Knicks defense give up 30 points for the second quarter in a row. The likes of Raul Neto led the Wizards with 12 points in the frame as Kemba Walker struggled to defend him. After being down by as much as 19 points, New York ended the quarter with a 15-point deficit. The fourth saw Derrick Rose, Quentin Grimes, and Obi Toppin play the entire frame. Rose led all scorers with 17 points in the quarter as he brought the Knicks back into the game. Still down double digits with less than four minutes to go, the trio of Rose, Grimes, and Obi, along with Barrett and Julius Randle, formed a small ball lineup that continually hit big shots and free throws down the stretch while miraculously taking a three-point lead with under a minute left. A huge three-pointer by Washington rookie Corey Kispert tied the game. Tom Thibodeau then put the ball in his all-star's hands, Randall did not disappoint, nailing a step-back mid-range jumper over Gafford's stretched-out arms as the buzzer sounded, sealing New York's undefeated preseason run and undoubtedly charging the confidence of the New York franchise and New York fans heading into their most anticipated season in the past decade at least. Rose led New York with 28 points and 6 assists, Barrett had 18, and Randall ended with 21 after his dagger shot. Toppin added nine and Grimes with six shined as well. Washington was led by Raul Neto with 25 points and Dinwiddie with 17. Bradley Beal played only nine minutes in this one after leaving with a knee contusion. In his first action in seven months, Rich Mitchell Robinson was visibly winded in his 26 minutes of play and acknowledged that he was still getting into shape. 
Overall, his return was just another positive to cap a great preseason heading in to this hopefully magical regular season. Now to cover the post-game press conferences. Uh, the media spoke with Tom Thibodeau, and he had this to say about finding the right lineups when things aren't necessarily working. Quentin gave us some really good minutes. I thought Obi and uh, Julius were, were terrific. That, that group that we finished with, RJ and Derek, um, you know, it was good. And, so, and that's the way the season goes. There's a lot of different things that happen. Uh, and then you you start to search when you get in a hole like that and you find something, a group that's working well, and, and you let them go. And um, they did a really good job. R.J. Barrett then got on the mic uh, to speak about the team's effort and preseason. Um, I think, you know, we try to go in and win, win every game, no matter what. So, uh, yeah, definitely, um, especially, you know, today just learning to keep keep fighting throughout, you know, adversity, throughout anything. I mean, nothing was going our way, and we somehow pulled it off. So, you know, I think uh, you get a lot out of the preseason. And finally, Mitchell Robinson spoke to the media uh, and spoke about getting back into shape and uh, where he's at physically at the moment. Overall, I felt great. Um, just a few things I got to work on, like finishing, you know, getting my touch back and conditioning. That's the main thing. As I can get my conditioning back and the way I can play all day, I'll be all right. How how was I mean, did you feel tired out there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> With the final preseason game in the books and training camp coming to an end, it was time for the Knicks to finalize that 15-man roster heading into the regular season. Jericho Sims obviously on a two-way deal. Our other two-way deal, who I had who I had predicted Amir Sims would get, uh, was actually taken by Luka Samanich, who the Knicks signed after he was cut by the Spurs, um, the 6'10", former number 19 pick in the 2019 draft. Uh, you know, underwhelmed for the Spurs, but absolutely has a lot of potential. Um, so he was kind of a late addition to the preseason roster and now will be on a two-way deal. Um, we'd obviously seen Dwayne Bacon and Luca Vildoza cut earlier in the earlier in preseason. Uh, the Knicks signed a couple players, Brandon Knight and I believe Brandon Goodwin. Um, that, that's part of Leon Rose's philosophy to make sure players get paid and that you know New York is seen as a player friendly uh, organization. Um, he brought those two guys in while they weren't really involved with the preseason. Um, you know, it's just kind of a good faith deal. Um, you know, good faith deals to make sure some guys get paid uh, a little training camp bonus there. Um, the final cuts um, from our roster that were really involved with the preseason, Amir Sims, who I had said, you know, it looked like was going to get a two-way deal, and MJ Walker. Um, both guys will probably end up on the Westchester Knicks if they don't get signed elsewhere. Um, and then I guess, uh, you know, kind of a surprising move. But not surprising to those who knew, uh, you know, his dedication and him being around the team this summer since he's played in summer league. Fifteenth uh, man Wayne Selden uh, made the team, made that final roster. Tom Thibodeau spoke about his importance um, as a veteran leader at practice, and that he's a you know just a great practice player. And obviously, I guess you know, fourteenth man, not not necessarily the last guy on the roster, 
uh, Kevin Knox um, after having a uh, you know pretty impressive uh, preseason and training camp compared to what I think people thought. Um, has also made this final 15-man roster. I'll run down the list to give you your 2021-22 New York Knicks regular season roster. Kemba Walker, Evan Fournier, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, Mitchell Robinson, Derrick Rose, Emmanuel Quickly, Alec Burks, Obi Toppin, Nerlens Noel, Taj Gibson, Quentin Grimes, Miles McBride, Kevin Knox, and Wayne Selden Jr. We look forward to seeing where this team goes throughout the year. Um, had a, a super positive training camp and, and preseason run where we went 4-0. and uh, We can't wait to get into this regular season run. With that final roster set and training camp coming to a close, the work still continued for the New York Knicks. I will give you guys some Sounds from the post-practice press conferences throughout the week leading up to the regular season opener. Uh, we got a few different guys for you made available. Taj Gibson, Evan Fournier, Coach Tom Thibodeau, Derek Rose, and R.J. Barrett. We'll start off with Taj Gibson, who was asked how comfortable he is playing in the starting lineup, as it looks like he will be starting the regular season opener as Nerlens Noel will be out. And Mitchell Robinson obviously is still working on getting his wind back. I'm just I'm easy to adapt. Um, even in even in practice, even walkthrough, uh, I would switch from third team, first team, second team. So um, I just I just read the game. I'm comfortable. I've been playing with these guys for now for a while. So uh, whatever the game throws at me, I'm able to adjust. Evan Fournier was asked about the transition now from the preseason into the regular season and that increase in intensity? I do, to be honest, I do. Um, uh, there's, there's just a different atmosphere when the season starts. It's uh, like, obviously nobody takes preseason lightly, but it, it, it's not the same. There's, there's not the same intensity. There's not the same focus. Because uh, um, once it starts, it starts for real. You know, and especially when you have a big game like Boston, you know, we all want to do well. Tom Thibodeau spoke about and applauded the work that his team puts in, not just the young guys, uh, the older guys too, and, and the importance of adding things to their game as time goes along. Well, I think all our players, uh, whether you're a young player, a guy who's in the middle or an older player, you want to constantly add to your game. I think when you look at our our guys that are older, for example, Taj adding the three, uh, and Julius playing off the pass, uh, you know, Derek shooting the three. It, it's you want to constantly add. You never want to stay the same. You know, constantly learning, improving, getting better, and uh, and that's what I love about our team. We have a bunch of gym rats, with guys who study the game. They're students of the game, uh, and they want to get better. Sorry if you were asked this. Derek Rose spoke about the depth of this Knicks team and a little bit about that point guard by committee um, that between him and Kemba Walker uh, that I think is going to be really successful this year. Uh, I really didn't pay attention to it to after the game, but I mean we got a lot of guys on this team. The depth of this team is is it goes pretty pretty deep, and um, it's all about the next player up. Like um, even though I was out there. Kimball was on the sideline, like cheering as if like he was in. You know what I mean? So 
it's all about just the, the rhythm, who got it going, and it's gonna be certain nights where he got it going, and I gotta just let just let him rock out. So um, I just want to win the games. You know, what I mean, win every game or give ourselves a, a chance to win every game, and it don't matter who's out there. As long as we win, that's the goal. R.J. Barrett was asked if there was a different feeling heading into this Knicks season. Uh, you know, building off of the success of last year, and he had this to say. I think the feeling is to just take it further. You know, we got a little taste of what the playoffs was like and um, and just kind of what winning and success was like, and we want more. You know, we we, we accomplished something last year, but that's that's not our end goal. What about you personally? I mean, the first time you played a meaningful, <clears throat> I'm calling the playoff a meaningful game. Yeah. Other games are meaningful, but that's very meaningful. Mm. That experience, what do you think that does for you coming into the season? I think it's different than, you know, anything else. And just everything that we do now is with that in mind. Everything we do now is, to, is you know, we know where we got to last year and we know, um, you know, how we fell short. And uh, so we're just trying to prepare and get better so that we can, one, be more successful during the season. But then, then, but then when the playoffs come around, we, you know, we're fully prepared. So let's get into some season outlooks for a few players. I'd meant to break this up into – uh, potentially maybe two different podcasts, but uh, being under the weather and, and kind of having some delays here, um, I've combined them into like a mega season outlook. Um, and so we'll get right into it and start off with Evan Fournier, uh, new addition, offseason signing for the Knicks. The French national claims to have wanted to play for the Knicks for a long time and the opportunity finally has arrived and couldn't be at a better time. Uh, a bona fide scorer. He showed that in the Olympics, who's averaged around 17 points a game for most of his career, will give this Knicks offense some added punch it so desperately needs. Fournier is a cerebral player who undoubtedly will make other players better while taking pressure off of Julius Randle. Uh, while he isn't running two two-man game with Randle, look for his familiarity with Kemba, who he finished last season with with the Celtics, to shine through. Uh, New York's a tough town, but so is Paris, and Evan has the right attitudes to, to succeed um, with the Big Apple and, and the New York media. He's a player's player. He's not just a basketball player. He truly is a hooper, and we really look forward to what Evan Fournier is going to give this Knicks squad uh, this season. He plays very hard. Kemba Walker, the other offseason signing. Um a homecoming of many sorts, Bronx native, Rice High School. We've wanted him to be a Nick since before he was making defenders fall on the MSG floor uh, with UConn as they made a run to the national title. The guy's got an infectious smile, a killer instinct. He's New York City guard to a T. After some injury history, we hope is we hope the homecoming and that home cooking can heal him. We signed him to a friendly deal, so really the risk is is negligible here, but we hope the best for Kemba. His veteran presence alone can help a team, let alone his 19 points and around five assists a game. While he is the starter, I see like football running backs, kind of a point guard committee with him and Derrick Rose this season. Whoever's feeling it that night will finish that game, finish that fourth quarter. And, and, boy, that is a scary sight for opposing teams. Uh, we really wish the best for Kemba. We love to have him on the squad and, and uh, 
really excited for things to come with him this season. Let's get into it. The preview, season outlook, thoughts, little intro for our guy, our all-star, Julius Randle. Please trade Julius Randle was commonplace statement among Nick's Twitter following that 1920 season. And while the Twitter fingers were flying, Julius was in the gym like he always is, perfecting his craft, improving constantly, consistently, like every offseason of his career. And that 1920 season, he's more of a casualty of the David Fisdale and power forward log jam than anything else. Uh, Julius knew he would need to improve. That 1920 season was the first year his stats had ever really plateaued and shot a mere 27% from three. Uh, and his scoring dropped slightly from 21 to 19. Players don't normally take a big leap in their seventh season in the league. They already have an identity and an expected potential. Uh, Julius, on his way to an all-star season where he won most improved player and was second team all-NBA, looked those expectations in the eye and laughed. He became the leader of the team, the cornerstone of the franchise, a defensive stalwart, while impressively increasing his averages across the board. 24 points up from 19, 10 rebounds, 6 assists up from 3, 81% free throw shooting up from 73%. And besides that, that big jump in his playmaking, I think most impressively, a 41% three-point shooter up from that 27% the previous year. With his son, Kaiden, and his wife, Kendra, watching intently, Julius gave New York the star it has fiended for since Carmelo Anthony and the success that has eluded the franchise since the days of Patrick Ewing. There's more work to be done as he looks to build off of last year. The front office has given him more weapons on offense, more depth to perhaps give him some more rest after leading the league in minutes last year. Randall looks like a man ready to seize this opportunity for the 2021 uh, for the 2021-22 season. Look for more of the same from our star, but expect your expectations to be exceeded because like always, Julius has been in the gym working. We made it. We here. The day we've all been waiting for. The New York Knicks open up their NBA regular season tonight at Madison Square Garden. Julius Randle and your New York Knicks will face Jason Tatum and the Boston Celtics. Uh, you know, where the Knicks come in with a decent amount of consistency and continuity from last season. Obviously, adding Kemba Walker, a former Celtic, Evan Fournier, a former Celtic. Uh, you know, that gives a little bit of a, a revenge game feel to this. Uh, while the Celtics themselves haven't had as much consistency or continuity, obviously they still brought back Jason Tatum, 26.4 points a game, a bona fide superstar in this league with his running mate, Jalen Brown, also a star in the league, averaging 24 points a game. Uh, but their offseason obviously was not as didn't have as much continuity as the New York Knicks. Obviously, Danny Ainge leaving the organization, 
uh, coach from last year, Brad Stevens, being promoted into a GM role. Uh, you know, he got fired and hired on the same day. Uh, they brought in uh, new coach Ime Odoka, um, who seems to be a, a very Thibodeau-esque type coach, uh, holding his players accountable. And we can't wait to see, you know, what kind of a, um, you know, what kind of a culture he's instilled in that team. Uh, you know, the Celtics obviously trading away Kemba Walker uh, in return got Al Horford. Uh, Tristan Thompson was also shipped in a trade. Um, Celtics did sign Josh Richardson uh, and Ennis Cantor, once a Nick, always a Nick, uh, several times also a Celtic. He is back. Um, and then notably, uh, Dennis Schroeder, after turning down a, a big deal with the Lakers last year, uh, underwhelmed during the season um, and has signed kind of a, a bet on himself deal uh, with this Celtics team. Um, in replacing Kemba Walker, uh, you know Tatum, obviously a uh, a gold medalist this summer. Uh, Jalen Brown had season-ending wrist surgery. I'm not sure if he had surgery, but a season-ending uh, you know injury last season. Marcus Smart and Robert Williams um, both signed contract extensions in the off season. You know, so we're. Interested to see, obviously, what this Celtics team looks like. Uh, you know, there's definitely going to be some changes. They know what they're getting with our New York Knicks. Um, and they obviously have a familiarity even with our new additions. Uh, just can't wait to tip off that ball, really play some meaningful basketball for the first time since we were ousted from the playoffs, um, you know, by the by the Atlanta Hawks. Obviously, the Celtics season last year ending with a sweep by the Brooklyn Nets. I hate to even say their name on the podcast. Uh, Celtics were, were a 500 team last year. Um, you know, but but who's to say what what they're going to look like this season, obviously, you know, with a new coaching philosophy uh, surrounding them. Uh, just can't wait. Cannot wait. The uh, you know, I think the environment at MSG is just going to be absolutely amazing, uh, and, and absolutely the most anticipated season, um, you know, in, in a long time for this New York Knicks team. And uh, you know, we're just excited. I'm not going to give any hot takes or proclamations as to how this game is going to go. Uh, like I said, I think I think everyone knows who the Knicks are and what we're capable of. And that, you know, Tom Thibodeau in his career wins against the teams that he is supposed to win against. Celtics obviously would be a little undermanned. Uh, Al Horford out due to a COVID outbreak within the team. Jalen Brown, as of the moment of this recording, is questionable uh, due to COVID-19 uh, protocols. We obviously hope they get healthy. And, uh, you know, I hope that obviously the Knicks come out with the W. And, uh, and, and can't wait to get a look at, at what the Celtics have going on over there as well. Uh, but obviously, we're Knicks all day. Whether you take it in live from the stands at Madison Square Garden or at home on your big screen or out to some birthday party and you got to watch it on your phone, we just hope every member of Knicks Nation enjoys the game tonight as we kick off this 2021-22 season I uh, hope we take away the victory tonight. 
Um, on the next episode of The Chronicle, we're going to react to this first regular season game, give you guys a preview of our game Friday versus the Orlando Magic. I hope to have my friend Tazi, who lives in Orlando and follows the Orlando Magic and covers the Orlando Magic, um, to give you guys a little bit of a an in-depth preview on that young and exciting team they have down there. Um, this has been another episode of The Chronicle Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Fuller. As always, thank you for listening. Please follow the cast to stay up to date on everything Knicks all season. Go play some basketball. Watch some basketball. Be around basketball. It really is the most beautiful game in the world. We'll catch y'all next time. Thank you.